This podcast is an expression of the personal views and opinions of the hosts and guests, and they do not represent the official stance of the podcast, its sponsors, or affiliated organizations. The podcast may cover topics such as drugs, mental illness, politics, and religion, which can be controversial or sensitive. The podcast does not support any illegal activities and advises listeners to seek help from appropriate professionals for any personal concerns related to these topics. The information provided in the podcast is for general informational purposes only, and it is not a substitute for professional advice. Listeners are urged to consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any questions regarding their mental or physical health. The podcast and its creators are not responsible for any loss or harm resulting from the use or reliance on the information provided in the podcast. Turn my mic up. Yeah, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Street Stoke Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host Nate. We got Jay here. Jay, how you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty damn good. Yeah, bro, I'm excited for today. Uh, so in last week's episode, we talked about how each other, like each of us, found stoicism and kind of like what it meant to us. Uh, Jay, what do, what were your thoughts on episode one? And episode one, I've listened to that episode. I'm thinking I'm going about ten times now. Everything I've heard it from beginning to end, kind of just dissecting it and trying to figure out, okay, do I really like this? And just learning from it. That's how I'm treating it. And so, I've caught. The imperfections at the beginning, the nervousness, the anxiety. I'm just shocked right now that I'm able to even get through this whole process of saying, you know, all these imperfections that I saw. And it's all been a learning experience from there. And I'm, I'm 100% happy with how that one turned out. And the feedback that we've gotten from some people that have heard it is awesome. It's boosting our drive, our motivation to try to just continue fighting and just pushing through and just making sure that we we continue on with this because it's something something special i think yeah for sure man yeah i, I uh sent that episode over to a couple of people get their uh feedback on it too um i am enjoying it uh i think it's awesome that uh basically we get to record a conversation uh between the two of us for right now hopefully others will join here in the near future uh about something we're super passionate about and i think it's freaking awesome yeah and um the people that i've actually shared the file the rough cut with they've already kind of shown interest in it it's i think at some some points people start seeking that they start seeking out like help in a way that goes beyond their understanding. And sometimes it's just, we need to provide that and just kind of show them, hey, look, there is something out there. Just try to take this on, do these things, try to... Try to apply it to our lives, right? Yeah, it's a like reroute 
your your mind as far oh, as how you yeah. how you react that's to me that's always the thing i always go back to that now about <clears throat> why do i have to react this way for certain things it's all because in our head we've recorded that that is the way to to react that is you go back to what maybe you've learned and so you just provide that as the as a default as how you react to certain things so what I'm what I'm here just to say is there's other ways of, of reacting. You don't always have to be negative about it. Um, and there's there's just ways for for different things. And I'm just you know rambling on about a particular thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, bro. Um, a lot of people a lot of people are definitely liking the whole stoicism um, information that that I'm bringing over to them as far as just letting them know. Hey, look, just listen to the podcast. Tell me what you think and they're like well it's it's awesome yeah a lot of people have already been on that same vibe that i've heard i've heard it mentioned like you guys are on the same like uh on the same page right now <clears throat> and i feel that connection with us too that we're we're on right, a, like right. on the same wavelength on the same vibe of understanding <laughs> on things and trying to you know self-motivate it's it's that's the that's the the thing that you don't see, you don't, you just feel, and 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 if you just continue just exerting right. that type of showing your passion for something and showing that you know you're dedicating yourself for it, everyone else starts getting, they start picking that up, they start seeing the motivation, they start seeing like, damn, what is he doing? What is he doing that he's he's like so happy? And that's what <laughs> I'm here basically to say, hey man, just think differently. That's it. Right. It's all in yep. your head. It's all mental. That's it. Oh, fucking mental. <laughs> yeah. It's like we're hardwired to uh, not like change. And uh, it's like with this stoicism philosophy, we're able to apply it. And we are human. Nothing's going to be perfect. But we do our best with what we can. And it allows us to be able to take new perspectives uh open up become a little bit more open-minded um you know like yeah i feel what you're saying and i think people are really gonna enjoy that yeah that's what i'm hoping um and i just want to continue on i just want to continue pushing through yeah pushing out these episodes we 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 just scratched the surface with just an intro we're not even talking about specific topics man it's if if you thought that the podcast was all about us getting personal, it's not. It's not about that, man. It's uh, you might hear inputs here and there about my personal life, but this isn't about me. This is not about me. This is about everybody else out here, man. We're all going through this shit together, and I'm just trying to shed light on that, man. Hey, that person next to me that might be thinking something else, I just got to show them, like, hey, man, don't think in your head that this appearance however i look that i'm thinking something negative towards you it's not that and that's all i'm here to say messages you know push on keep keep trying to motivate yourself you know whatever rut you're in just get up get up and just keep pushing through i understand it's it's rough out there you got a lot of shit yeah. in your mind a lot of the trauma a lot of the uh, stuff that's going on in the back you know, in your daily life that might be 
just constantly hammering down on you with your situation, just keep pushing through, man. Just try to see those instances when you're deep inside of that as a learning experience. Yeah. A learning experience. That's it. That's all it is. Every time you see something or experience something bad that happens to you, take that in as a learning experience because that's all it is. Don't yep. look at it as, oh, fuck, why does this happen to me? Why me? Or can, I, can anything go right for me today? And then you're just setting yourself up for, for the next thing that ends up happening will just completely crush you. And then there goes your day. <laughs> and then if you continue doing that day, day in, day out, day in, day out, that's your life. You're stuck like that. That's all you think. You make that the default. Right. That's the message here. Now continue yep, yep. pushing that out, man. With with what whatever topics we bring in, man. Um, I love it, man. That first episode, uh, I I fell in love with it. Now, we'll talk about the other thing later on about this episode, but we'll sure. move forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, picking up after Jay, uh, at the end of the first episode, we decided to offer a little food for thought that something we called, uh, homework, right? Uh, I believe the homework was, I said believe, but really I know just, just a secret. Uh, so (laughs) what we had you guys work on was going to be the premise of episode two, Two uh, really deep-rooted things in Stoic philosophy. Uh, first one is called Amor Fate, and the second one is Memento Mori. So, uh, Amor Fate, right? What does that mean? Some of you might know, especially those listening uh, to Stoicism stuff, reading some Stoic books, all those different things, but Amor fate uh, is a phrase, a Latin phrase that means uh, love your fate. Or it could mean love of one's fate. Depends on who translates it. Uh, It is used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one's life, including suffering and loss, as good or at the very least necessary. Oof, that's freaking deep to me. Yeah, it it gets deep, especially right away if you start applying that. And then sometimes some people might see it as just words, right? You look at it and you right. go, okay, what the hell does that mean? Yep. You have, to, you have to sit there with those words and think about it. <laughs> right? Dude, oftentimes when I'm going through all the stoicism stuff, I look up a definition of something or I'm reading a quote and I basically have to break it down into small, more palatable chunks to figure out like, what does this part mean? What do they mean using this word? And then I'm like, it's like I'm finding puzzle pieces blind and then I bring them back. And then finally I get to put this big picture together and it blows your mind and you start this new process over from a totally different perspective and dude, yeah, it's very, very life changing. Yeah, it's amazing how how philosophy does that to you, right? So, right, you can read something, and then the impact that it might have on you, if it won't do the same thing for the next person, but it it can also have a different approach or a different 
way of, of impacting somebody else. So the same thing that they're reading, they're applying it to themselves in a way where it's it, it, it's palatable. I guess that's that's the word, right? Yeah, palatable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So for everyone, the 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 way that they would uh, take that in and define it for themselves is always different, right? But the message right. is always the same. It comes through. It's it's a different way of defining it, but it's always the same thing. It's whatever the whatever the particular topic of the quote is, right? Um, as it it can be said in so many different words, but it always comes through. Right. And that's that's the point of it. As long as it comes yep. through, it's it's all that matters. Sometimes yeah, you might ha some people might have to fight over what did this person mean when he said this. <laughs> right. It's it's not that. It's not what the particular person meant. It's how is it that you're and applying it mm -hmm. to yourself to where it makes you feel good about whatever it is that you just read. And you can right. then start saying, okay, what I just read, I should start looking at things in that way. Because it makes sense if you look at it in that way. And then, or you can just say, you know what, I'll give it a shot. I'll start doing that. I'll start looking at life in this way. Even if all the shit that's going on in my life daily is causing me to feel a certain way, I will still continue to push through and see things in whatever way that you may have read something that day or that you're trying to emulate or you're trying to make sure that that is who you embody, that positive person, that, that motivating person, that person that is going to just constantly be just just going at it 100% and not stopping. And it's, if it's physical fitness, if it's the, the, the craft, the devotion to whatever it is, the passion, just continue going. And don't let external shit from anybody, the judgment. The only person that's judging you the most is yourself. And you just got to get right. past that. Everybody else... You mute them. You mute them. You keep going past them because if you feel good about what position that you're in and if you're seeing the results, that's all that matters. Right. All that matters. Yep. yep. Man, I couldn't help to think about uh, when you were kind of describing uh, like how you felt. I'm thinking like you ever read a book, right? And it later becomes a movie. And like, let's say it's a fantastic book. Like it's life changing. And you have this awesome vision in your mind. And you're like, I can't fucking wait until this movie comes out. Right. And the movie comes out and you're like, that's it. That that's the book. <laughs> you right? feel like they got it wrong. Yes. Because. It's someone else's vision of the same story. Right. Yeah. And some people, they get upset, right? Like, oh, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. They spent this much money and this is the movie they came out with. And then you got people that are like, man, dude, I still thought it was great. You know, like, yeah, they, it wasn't spot on, but like it wasn't bad either. Right. And all it is is somebody else's perspective. That's all it is. You... You had your original perspective when you read that book and 
you know, like it, it was however you uh, imagined it. And then you watch this movie with what we like to call as humans expectations. And you set these expectations before you receive this information, you know, voice and visual, like audio visual from a movie, right? That's external stimuli. And if those things, the creativity, whatever, it doesn't meet your expectations, that's when you get bothered. And so by someone else's perspective, how they envisioned the book or how they were able to do the best with what they can um, or do the best they can with what they have. Right. And that then all of a sudden you're looking at it and you're like, that upsets you, you know, like uh, it's just somebody else's perspective. And I think uh, we're going to, we're going to get back to it here in a second, but like, that's the, that's the heart of stoicism, right. Is to reduce that, that ego right there, Jay. That is what stoicism is encompasses that of the control of that ego that ego that we all have that's the driving force for a lot of us right it's the 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 unknown passenger in our head the one where the one where we don't realize i'm telling you man i talk in analogies now i don't know why (laughs) and i love it i love it because i I make it make sense i guess that's how i see i make it make sense So the unknown passenger in your mind, he's the intruder. He he speaks for you sometimes, and you let that happen. You let that ego talk. You let that ego come in and just say, I got this, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to talk from my stance, and I'm (laughs) going to... Right. And and that's that's what stoicism is, is trying to tell tell you, hey, man. That ego, that voice inside your head that that sometimes causes you to overthink something or it causes you to react aggressively to something because it's something that the ego learned and you allow it to continue to do. Right. That's what stoicism is. It's letting you know, <laughs> hey, you're reading the stuff and it's just like, hey, have control of your ego. Calm it down. Find ways of thinking away from that ego. Yes. That's what that's what it is. That's me. That's what's you know, that's how I that's how I perceive it. That's how I'm reading the information and I'm looking at it and I go, Oh, it's telling me to put my ego in check. Right. Okay, let me do that. Let me do that. Perfect, dude. I love the way you say that. So it puts your ego in check, right? And our ego is kind of one of those things that uh, those our ego gives us those expectations that might not be realistic. And I think that's how we're connecting uh, a morfate into this, or a better, not connecting, better explanation of morfate, uh, love of your fate, right? Encourage us uh, us to embrace whatever life brings in our paths. So it's basically the alter, the the one eighty from that ego, right? Amorfate. What do you think of what does amorfate mean to you, bro? Love of fate, or love of yeah. one's fate, right? Yes. So it's it's accepting. It's getting to the point. 
of being able to accept everything that has happened to you in your life. The good shit, the bad shit, the trauma, all that shit that you found a way to overcome and get past and be at peace with it and say, it happened to me, that was fate, and I'm okay with that. I am not going to let that define who I am from this point on. And I don't want to continue letting that baggage from the past dictate how I act in the present and how I drive towards the future. Because if you continue to hold those things from your past, negative experiences, learned bad behavior, um, just... All, all that stuff that, that may not be helping you to get through in life day to day. That's, that's, what it, that's to me what you know, uh, Morafate is. Is getting to that point where you accept all of that. And be happy with it. Because whatever situation that you're in is just part of the experience of living in this world. You right. have to go through it. We need to stop trying to trying to have an expectation for our life that we see on screen somewhere and think that's where I should be at this point in my life. You have to be more accepting of everything that has happened to you and not hold on to that and be able to say, well, if that person did is doing that, then I can and use that as the motivation and don't use it as I should be there. I should be doing this. I should should already have this at this age. I should own a home at this age. Right. Have a fa- those expectations. Yeah, it. Just love your fate. Yeah. Love your fate, and then that does not mean live comfortably there, wherever it is that you are, or accept <laughs> it and just deal with it. It means mm-hmm. accept your fate of what has happened to you, but figure out a different path from there. If right. you don't like where you're at, then figure out a different path. Don't just think, don't just sit there and just wallow in the fact in, in, in just trying to continue to just spin all the woe is me and I have this and this going on. It's hard. I understand. It's right. hard when you're deep in it, when you're deep in it and all you think about is all the negative things that have happened to you, how man... I really wish I hadn't lived this way. I, I wish things got easier for me. Yep. And and what? And if it would have been easier for you, would you be the person that you are now? Would you be happy yeah. with the person that you are if everything was comfortable for you? That's a question somebody should ask when they're in <laughs> those situations. Exactly. Take those experiences and let those things Build you into a stronger person that you can then move past that and not have to think about, worry about, or sit in it and wallow in whatever trauma or the past or whatever it is that you got going on. Push, push through, just push through, use, use your fate, accept it and just continue on, change whatever it is that you want to do. You want to motivate yourself to to work out, you want to, you know, start looking for a new job, you want to start, um, 
getting into into a relationship, trying to get more comfortable, trying to meet somebody. It's it's it, that is the thing with 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 this. It is not specific to a certain thing. The the philosophy of stoicism is not particularly to oh I'm just trying to work out so now I'm just gonna you know read about stoicism no it's about life everything that involves life is what stoicism is right just apply it yeah don't find a specific thing where you want to read it and then apply it to that apply it to your life and everything else will then start getting everything else will start kind of leveling and 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 just everything will align everything will right. just just you start seeing straight ahead everything is just in sync from your day to day your family the flow of everything the the communication dude the communication the communication <laughs> that you can now have with individuals where you don't have to just get so frustrated because somebody didn't understand what the hell i was saying at the first time i said it no mm -hmm. you have to find a different approach to it because now you understand this person too lived however many years of their life before me and the only way of interpreting or perceiving certain things is from whatever their past was. And it goes like that with everybody in this world. So when you get inside a room and you look around, all those people had a whole different experience in life. And the way that they might perceive whatever's going on in that room might be completely different than yours. Just because yep. of that. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Dude, so I love, love your it. fate. Love your fate. Love your fate. Love your fate. What up, listeners? We wanted to take a moment to express our gratitude for your support and for taking the time to tune into our podcast. We value your feedback and recommendations, and we'd love to hear your stories about how stoicism or any other self-improvement practice has impacted your journey. Please send your stories or any info you'd like to share with us to thestreetstoics at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the street stoics to stay connected and receive latest updates if you enjoy our content please consider subscribing liking and sharing with others thank you again for being part of our community so uh we just got done uh wrapping up what amor fate means uh jay memento mori trying to pull it up right here Okay, so uh, what we did is we prepared a couple of things. Uh, what the general consensus of like the the phrase means, like a definition, closest thing to universal, and then we're gonna go ahead and discuss our own things. So memento mori, uh, Latin for remember you have to die, remember that you die. Either way, it just depends on the Latin trans or uh, translation, rather. Uh, is an artistic or symbolic trope acting as a, re a reminder of the inevitability of death. The concept has its roots in the philosophers of classic antiquity and Christianity and appeared in 
uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. In funerary art, in funerary art, yeah, yeah. Somebody's gonna make fun of me for that, uh, <laughs> which is cool. Accept your fate, right? We just got done with the uh, Amor Fate, exactly. <laughs> in cool architecture, judge. yeah. Uh, you know, instead of, uh, you know, we we brought over this whole definition, but really, it means remember you must die, right? So, uh. It's basically we're not invincible. When we're kids, we have strong imaginations. Our concept of time is uh, different for very many uh, different reasons. One of them being uh, chemically, um, our hormones and stuff, how our minds perceive time is just different when we're younger. And, uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, we used to hear our parents say, like, oh, you just think you're invincible or kids think they're invincible. And now that we're older and we learn more, it kind of makes more sense. So, yeah, memento mori. Remember, you, you, you're human. You must die at some point, right? Exactly. You have yeah. an expiration date. Let uh, that... Yeah. So, Jay, uh, what's your thoughts on memento mori, my friend? We must all die. There yeah. is no no man here that we know of. I mean, there's there's stories, there's stories, <laughs> right? But as as the common man, common female, the common person out here in this world, we're all gonna die. So with with what time you have, what are you doing with your time before you die? What will make you feel accomplished in this life? By the time you end. Bro, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but I'm just thinking the whole time, like, for our next, uh, you know, podcast idea. Dude, Fountain of Youth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. We have to find it, man. Hey. Yeah. Or, I guarantee you we... the listeners want to hear about it, too. So, yeah, we'll it's, have to get... It's every... I guess, uh, for me, I have a better... I don't even know, understanding, imagination of what right. possibly happens beyond this uh, reality here. Ooh, it just, that'd be a good one, too. Yeah, it, so why would I want to stay here longer if I want to experience what's after this? Right. If I feel that there's probably something way bigger than this. Mm. So then more... when you... Yeah, go ahead. When when you think of Memento Mori, then do, are you like it's a, more of like a happy thought? Now it is. I'm not scared. Yeah. I'm not Hell scared. Yeah. I'm not scared of of, of death. Um, I understand that it is a normal thing. I think uh, it's always it's always a thing that that maybe. We never want to think about, right? We never want to think about, damn, like when my parents pass away or right. what if, what if I lose a child by whatever, you know, act of violence or sickness or illness that they may, they may have that is just uncontrollable that we don't have any anything that we can do and that can happen at any time at any right. instant moment 
<laughs> so, yeah. what did you do up until that point? Did you not realize that this was a possibility? Why didn't you try to make sure that your life was being fulfilled and lived? And you're trying to do what you, what you, what you may feel makes you happy and drives you to actually be an accomplished person. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying also just because sometimes we find or define certain things that may not be good for us or that we may not know are good for us as things that make us happy. And so then we say, and then other people say, well, why are you doing that? And they're saying, well, this makes me happy. It's, it's what a drug user is, isn't it? Isn't that right. what an, an addict is? Yep. So you have to, you also have to have the balance of understanding that all happiness Definitely. is not always good for you. All happiness right. is not always good for you. So all that little dopamine hits that you keep pulling with all these things that you want to continue bringing in that joy and that happiness, you're just making that brain just dependent on that. It could be sitting down to watch TV right after you finish eating dinner every single time. Or it can be going outside and taking that cigarette right after you have a, a meal because that makes you feel good right after you eat. God, I remember that. Yeah. I remember when I was a, a cigarette smoker. Oh, shoot. Oh, right after that meal, right in, right at that, that first cigarette in the morning. Oh, wake it's a up. It's feeling of that cigarette. Yep. You get that little head rush. Is it yeah, good for you? Backy. It feels good to you, but is it is it good to you? Right. So you always have to think about that when you're thinking about doing things that make you happy in life to fulfill or to fill in the time that you have here on earth. Right. Because yeah. it's going to come to an end and you have to make sure that you figured out a way to keep yourself in good standings, basically, with your, with, with your health, with your mental, with making sure that you avoid certain um, loops or negative uh, vices that we may not even see them as vices. But when you look at how, how here's how I, how I would say, right? Yeah, yeah. It's imagine somebody starts recording you every time you start sitting down and watching TV. At what point when you start looking back at yourself just sitting there watching TV, you're going to say, damn it. That's all I do for five hours, six hours. <laughs> just sit there. And we all do it. And we do. And yeah. That's why I say, at those moments, you allow that. You allow that to yourself. And that's okay sometimes. And I'm not saying don't do it. You have to find a balance. You have to also know right. because in, you don't realize how those moments affect later on when you are thinking, oh, my God, like, I haven't had time to do this or that. I've been wanting to do this all day and I haven't been able to do it. But then you look back and you're like, you just sat there 
on your phone. How many minutes, hours of the day, all that time? Maybe you could have been doing what you needed to be doing that you're now, you know, kicking yourself for. Because you didn't see that those moments were taken away from this thing that now you're looking at it as, oh, my God, I didn't have time to do this. Yeah, you didn't have enough time because you weren't using the time that you have, which is limited in a day, towards something like that. Because all you did was you, in the way of the balancing, you put way too much on one side of the scale and you didn't level it out to the other. And so that's right. why you end up in this situation of not knowing where your time went because yep. you didn't balance it out right. You didn't you didn't exactly. uh, reduce the times that you were doing a certain thing to then level it up with whatever it is the positive stuff that you want to do daily or right and whatever it's not passion. harmonious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah, memento mori. You are Thank going you. to die. And use yes. the time you have here to the maximum. That's right. Yeah. Don't take shit for granted. Not at all. Oh, man. Yeah. Don't take shit for granted. I think that, uh, <clears throat> that's going to be my note to transition in if we're going to try to keep this to about an hour. Um, yeah. So, Amor Fate and Memento Mori. Uh, I think why we chose these two phrases is because they're each one opposite side of the same blade, right? Uh, they're two sides of the same coin, so to speak. Uh, there you go. That's love... that's a better sounding analogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think blades all the time, right? Cause, uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and just like we've Ooh. mentioned, we'll probably throw in names out there of people that we kind of follow and we kind of been seeing them as inspirations and, and just using right. a lot of the stuff that they talk about in their day to day. Ryan holiday drop name drop right here. Ryan holiday has mm. that coin where it says, um, Amor Arfati on oh, one side. Right. So yeah, it's a coin double sided. That's how you, you can see it. As far as one perspective of it, you flip it over and you can also have that perspective of it. Right. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, so uh Memento Mori. Uh I'm gonna start off with that one. Uh just because when I was growing up, I was <laughs> probably just like a handful of people out there, right? I can't say like a majority of people because everybody's slightly different. But I was one of those kids where I thought I was invincible. You know what I mean? Uh, I I thought I was going to live forever. Uh, high school, I became a little bit cocky, arrogant, all those different things. I really wasn't thinking memento mori. You know what I mean? I really wasn't thinking about I'm going to die. And uh, so I'm going to probably go back and forth because we already discussed what both Amor Fate and Memento Mori mean. And uh, later in my life, uh, I'm lucky enough to have a humbling experience. Uh, and this is this is where I'm bridging in Amor Fate, but... Uh, 
Later in life, I found out I have a chronic lung disease. Uh, for those of you interested in looking up that disease, it is called uh, pulmonary arterial hypertension. It is the idiopathic version. Some people refer to it as PAH for short, or IPAH for the version that I have, uh, or the class. Uh, I'm I don't really recall if there was a version or class. Uh, but yeah, anyways, I got this uh, thing called idiopathic pulmonary arterial hypertension. And yeah, there's no getting rid of it. I've seen some pretty cool doctors. They're all very helpful. Um, either way, uh, when I was getting uh, these tests done and screened, I didn't know what I had at the time. Uh, we assumed that I had something called uh, exercise-induced asthma. And I was like, cool, because that just takes an inhaler. But, uh, nope. Uh, uh, fortunately, not unfortunately, but fortunately, I was lucky enough to get this one uh, because it was it was uh, a real humbler for me. And I remember the doctor called me in. Uh, not going to say who or where. Either way, he had his own office, his own practice. But at the time, he also uh, worked at the nearby hospital. And at the hospital, he worked in the emergency room, so he didn't have an office there. But he got my results in while he was uh, covering the ER, and he f felt that it was very important to let me know, uh, you know, as soon as possible. So he gives me a call. He says, hey, uh, I need you to come into the hospital. I got your results. I want to go over them with you. Uh, I don't have an office here, so meet me in the chaplain's service room. And if there's anything that's going to make the hairs on the back of your neck stick up, it's meet me in the chaplain's service room at the freaking hospital next to the ER, right? Very you feel ominous. Me? Very ominous. <laughs> right? Gosh dang, man. And so either way, uh, my wife and I, we drive down there. And, uh, yeah, this guy, he, he sits on the back of one of the pews and I'm sitting in the pew and, you know, he tells me, he's like, Hey, you got this, uh, chronic disease. And just as soon as he said that, it's like life was muted for me. I couldn't hear anything anybody was saying, no noise. I could see everything was happening. It was like, all of a sudden, time started slowing down. And I remember I just, my wife was to my right, and I looked over at her, and I was just like trying to remember every, every part of her face. And immediately I just started thinking about all those good times we had together and irreplaceable times, right? And yeah, dude, uh, so Amor Fate, love your fate, right? And I wanted to get kind of deep into that beginner because I think it shed some light into, uh, you know, a lot of people have, you know, experienced news like this, worse, not as bad, whatever, you know, we all have our own exposures and I'm not labeling it either. It just is Amor Fate, right? Love your fate. And 
yeah, so like that's where it started. And, you know, in the beginning, I got a little down on myself. I wasn't very stoic. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't until later that I was able to really apply the philosophy of Amor Fati. What that means is love your fate. Uh, I can't help but to think uh, Rudyard Kipling. He's the author that um, he wrote the Jungle Book. Uh, just so people are aware, you can look him up. Uh, again, the author's name is Rudyard Kipling. He writes this poem called If. And I think we're going to hopefully do an episode regarding If. But the thing that drew me to this poem, right? And I, I, I believe the first time I heard this, and I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm almost certain, like 98 point five percent certain that i heard this on the jocko podcast i think we talked about you know how i got into stoicism in the first episode but during the jocko podcast i don't remember what episode so we're gonna have to you know probably search that up or you can google it actually uh jocko he reads off this poem if and he's just going through it in the jocko way and there's this part of this poem, If, by Rudyard Kipling, that says, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. And it hit me. That was my perspective shift. That was my momentum. That was my spark. That was my fire. It really sunk in. Love your fate. And it made so much sense. We, we oftentimes we experience these, these lows in our life, these lows. And some people hit rock bottom, whatever that is. And the thing that's hard as anything for us to remember is that those lows are temporary. They will pass. And the same when we're on top, when we get success, when we win, whatever you want to call that, whenever the pinnacle goes up, or we're at the pinnacle, rather, it's temporary. And we all have experienced this. When we're at the top and we get into that mindset that I like to call poisonous, where we're like, this is it. I've made it. That's when we start. <laughs> That's when we ruin everything. Right? If we all of a sudden be think, be, start thinking that we've became the master, we stop becoming the student. And as a wise man once told me, the best teachers are the best students and that's because you will always be a student it was funny the other day i was talking with my neighbor mo across the street and i don't remember how we got into this or whatever and he was like dude you've become you've become a good man <laughs> and you know this guy he moved in a long time ago he's from texas and, uh, you know, I was a kid when he first moved in and I was just like, Mo, dude, I am not a man. I'm not even close. And he, dearingly, with 
empathy tells me about this process of, you know, back then and now and, uh, you know, application. And I, I had to thank him. I was like, this is fantastic, but I'm, I apologize. I have to disagree with you, Mo. And he said, why? And I said, Mo, if I start thinking that I've become a man, then what's left to do? My whole life, as when I was a kid, I wanted to grow up and be a man like my dad, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, believe it or not, everybody has a different experience. My, my dad was there, fortunately for me. And I'm not judging or anything like that, but he was there, so he was my idol. And I was like, I want to... I want to freaking grow up to be like my dad, right? And, you know, if, if I start thinking that I've made it, I've arrived, there's no more work left to do. And so going back to that poem by Rudyard Kipling, if, if you can meet with triumph in disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, so for me, triumph and disaster, this mindset has to be built into my baseline. It has to be my fucking day in and my day out. And so that way, when I start to uh, start to climb up that fucking roller coaster towards that imposter fucking triumph, I keep remembering it's fucking temporary. Amor fate. This is this is for the work. It's okay. To, to be happy that you have success. It's okay. Love your fate. Right? But then just remember that roller coaster is going to have to start coming down. And sometimes when that roller coaster is coming down, it's going to fucking crash. And when it does, just remember Amor Fate and it's fucking temporary. You will make it through it. This too shall pass. And that's probably uh, pretty deep compared to the last thing we got. Jamie, you uh, help me come back to reality, bruh. Help me come back. I hearing it, man. I I, I remembered. I heard this already. I heard uh, that particular right. video that you're talking about, the one with Jocko talking and reading. If and I'm, I think you are right. I think I did see him bring it up on a Rogan podcast. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, man, that's it's deep, especially with with your personal story, what you got going on. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing how different experiences gets to gets to make things click for certain people, right? They have to. Right. They, it's as if they have to get to that point. Mm -hmm. In their life, where it's like, oh, now it all makes sense. Everything right. that I just was experiencing, I I understand the term now when, when people say, um, you need to wake up. Every, right. This whole, like, oh, woke culture thing and <clears throat> how the way that I even say it that way, dude, I've, I've always prided myself on being the most, I would say, woke person. For years, <laughs> for years, dude, since like right the early 2000s, I would say, mm -hmm. when I first started getting into certain genres of hip hop, uh, 
diving into just stuff that I had to go out of my way to go look at. You know, the, sometimes it was the fringes of, of stuff, of just knowing that, oh, people are talking about this and uh, this type of information out there. So I, I was went out of my way to go look at stuff like that. And I don't got lost in my train of thought there. <laughs> what were yeah. we talking about? Bro, bro, yeah. I, see, that's the thing. Is uh, thank you for taking oh, over a little bit. I got go. okay. Yeah, I got it back. Uh, yes, woke. Um, it's to me, it's changed a little bit throughout the years because it's been morphed, and that's the that is the that is the craziest realization of how things work, right? <clears throat> a certain word can have a meaning for a bunch of people. Especially like me in the past that I was like, oh, yeah, being woke is actually being knowing what's actually happening around you. That's that's as far as the definition was back then. But then other people wanted to define it in a certain way and kind of mold it to them. All power to them. I mean, they latched onto something and then started pulling it one way. Now, the problem is now they have people that don't like that association of the word with that. Because now it looks bad. And that's where I think I end up in that situation. Where I'm like. You guys have pushed it too far out there. Where now. You got a lot of people hating on that type of mentality. Mm -hmm. And. They are hating on the wrong part of that. Because it's a wrong definition of it. So. Like what I was talking about. About that whole. Understanding the, the. And I hear it in like. Just conversations randomly out there spiritual ones about being awake being being aware of of what's going on that's that's just this broad term you define it into whatever that means conspiracy theorist person would say yeah you got to be awake to to see what's going on out there with everything cool you can take it that far out there you can mess up your head if you dive way too deep into that stuff or you can look at it too from a spiritual point where it's like, okay, now I'm analyzing more things around me, right? I'm looking at things and I'm being more aware mm-hmm. of how people do certain things and their intentions and how it comes across the way that they talk. And when I'm talking about how um, in the past, you you maybe were doing all these things and you had to have that happen so that moment can come and it can click and that's 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 what this is man you have to have all these experiences happen to you for you to then be able to wake up and then realize oh shit i'm a I'm a person. I'm living here. I'm wasting my time. Maybe you start self-evaluating yourself or and trying to figure out how to get yourself out of this situation and not try to be in those negative thoughts of your head or whatever it is. You end up at that moment, you wake up to be to become a person. A person who has a spirit, a consciousness, or whatever in you, where now you don't let the ego drive anymore. And it's just it's just you. You are the one living out here. 
Right. Yeah, that's 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 kind of what I get here, man. From this, from this, uh, the whole thing from you know, love your fate, memento more, even from this uh, poem here, man. And and right. with your story as well, it's 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 the same message, man. It's the same yeah. message, but it's a whole different experience, a whole different way of defining it. It's a whole different mm -hmm. story, but the message, this it's the same. What do we say? It's same plot. Right? Is that is that kind of what it is? Same plot, different right. story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. think that's how it goes. You know, and real quick, uh, I wanted to conclude on that story just to tie it more solely into ending with the Amor Fate thing. Um, you know, so like a lot of people, you can get bad news like that and, you know, you can get all this government assistance, not go to work or you know, and I'm not judging those people too. If that's how you want to live your life, then definitely go ahead and go and do that. Um, but for me, when I say I'm fortunate to to get this news of you know th this diagnosis of uh, having this disease, um, it's allowed me to take a new perspective, which is something we've talked about, and the new perspective reminds me to just not take anything for granted. And I think without a big push like this, I would have probably stayed in that mindset of taking almost everything for granted, including time. Like if you're sitting next to me or something and you're like, shit, I'm bored. Time's going by slow. I'm going to be like, well, shut the fuck up because you're lucky right like time slows down for nobody right and that's just my mindset mm -hmm. because uh you know we, we only get what we get and that's something i think you hit perfectly on early jay is that um you know there's no there's no going back you know and this could happen anytime so live your life right live your life yeah that's don't take shit for granted <laughs> that's the message man that's yeah. the message and that's that's what this podcast this episode was about man it's about your fate and mm -hmm. you you're gonna die and that's okay right. don't worry yeah. about it what you need to do is make sure that all the time that you have here you enjoy it because you might not right. ever get you will not get it again every second <laughs> right. that goes past by you lost it already yep. so although I, pre clock, bro. although I although I, I tell you not to look back at it and wallow in it but think about it you want to do you want to end up in a situation later on where you're when you start thinking damn I wasted so much time mm -hmm. wasted so much time and because you weren't thinking about it to try to change that at the time yeah. because you made whatever excuse you made that it made you feel good and you got too comfortable and you enjoyed the comfortableness and then later on you realize oh this is i'm not doing good right here this is actually fueling whatever mindset you might be in it's just allowing you to just continue to wallow in it and to continue to relive or continue to 
um, allow the vices to continue around you. It, it can go broad everywhere. But yeah, to end it, love your fate, and we're mm-hmm. gonna die and enjoy the time you have here, and just make the best of it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, bro. I mean, like, this is going to be pretty real for a lot of people, but, uh, and we'll, we'll get more into that poem in another episode. But, you know, when I, when I was going down for like all the medical stuff, uh, you know, you, you have to listen to people's stories and, you know, people have these close encounters with death and, uh, they do interviews and stuff and everybody who gets interviewed who either died and came back or was very close to death. They always say uh, they had a, uh, a little bit more time to live their life in a different way. Right. I was thinking about money and I shouldn't have been, I was thinking about cars and I shouldn't have been, I was thinking about houses, all these material things. And what they realized towards the end there is that none of that shit matters. What they all have in common is they wish they would have been with their families, their friends, and whatever. And they wish they would have started that business. They wish they would have, you know, like us, you know, do that podcast, right, bro? (laughs) And uh, you can't go through your life. Like, if you got ideas, don't fucking miss out. Do not miss out because you don't get it back. And just because it's easy does not mean it's the right choice. Do not cross that finish line fucking comfortable and soft, begging for two more seconds of life so you can try to do something else. Fucking try every venture, every idea, whatever that is, you need to do it now. So that way when it's close to the finish line, you're crossing your fingers and be like, please, let this be the one that takes me out. It's just like when you have a hard day, a day of hard work that, you know, towards a project, whatever you feel fantastic, but you're exhausted. You're like, please let me go to sleep. That's how you need to live your fucking lives. Live your fucking lives in a way so that when you're staring death right in the eye, you're like, please, my friend, take me that's how you live your life damn that's deep that is yeah deep. bro that's <laughs> how we're that. doing it in episode two street stoics <laughs> love you know it. what love i mean it. yeah bro that's this is awesome good stuff right there man yeah good stuff right there all right bro so uh should we start to introduce the homework for today and which is probably a prelude to what we're going to cover in the next episode maybe it isn't we'll see what happens what do you think is it time yeah yeah we can move into that all right all right so uh homework what we're thinking is we really want to get people's brains turning and uh we want you to look into the the start of stoicism um it's kind of known right now that one of the founders uh for stoicism was zeno 
So that might help you with some searches if you feel like doing that. Remember, homework is not required. This is not a class course. You don't get credit for it. The only thing you might get is a better perspective to live your life through. That might be an awesome byproduct for people. But either way, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. Uh, I really like that we're tying this in because, you know, we have to do our own research too, right? What do we want to talk about? How does it relate to us? And I, this for the longest time, I was like stoicism, you know, ancient Rome and all this stuff. And then I'm looking at the Zeno and he's from like that Greece part. And I'm like, oh, shit, I used to study uh, the Spartans and some of their philosophies. And I was like, this is kind of cool. So I'm excited. I don't know about you, Jay, but I'm excited to get this going. Dude, I don't mind this at all. This is <clears throat> this is the eccentric quirkiness is about me. Um, I've always I've always been hungry for that, for like trying to find out stuff and right. looking into things and just kind of adding more knowledge. I want to understand a lot, and I've been doing it for years. I mean, I've I've had little little pockets of of things where. <clears throat> I've been interested in and I'll dive in mm -hmm. for a bit and then I'll try to just kind of gather like more information about it as I can. And sometimes it may seem to somebody like, why? That's a waste of time. Like, what are you using it for, dude? To understand perspectives of different things now, right. understanding it and now understanding that all of that actually had been helping me. <clears throat> I'm more welcoming to doing this, especially being able to apply it here with putting in a homework for the next week and then doing that right. myself, doing it myself, yep. and then kind of making sure that I know what I'm talking about, that we have, I, again, <clears throat> so to me, this is all new. A lot of this right. stuff I'm learning it as I go. So I'm not I'm not here as the the guy who's been in in this for years and I've been studying this and I know every ins and outs about it. No, man, I've been learning this for maybe a year, maybe a little bit more than that. Maybe not even specifically stoicism. I'll say maybe within the last seven months, eight months, right? Right. But. A lot of the other things that I was already reading and searching and like just trying to find information out there to help improve myself, mm -hmm. all of that started kind of, kind of meshing together. And that's, right. that's kind of where like <clears throat> where my, um, where my, where our uh, Instagram <laughs> page is, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, how do I say, uh, culmination of all of that right the the quotes and the positivity the messages from all these different avenues it doesn't always come from a stoic you know philosopher from back in the day right it's you yep. can find that in all of these different type of people and even yep. s s just your most common man can have certain things that they can say from their perspective their philo their own philosophy that they may develop that hits you and you're like oh mm -hmm. i never thought about it like that you know what you got a point <laughs> yeah so yeah 
it's what we're asking you here in this homework basic the the most basic level of it is look up the history of it where it started the founding what's what if you want to if you want to continue on from there and start seeing where things branched out from that initial start by all means that is just that'll be the start of your amazing journey right yeah well all right bro uh man dude just like last time I th i'm loving doing this man i love this platform i love having these conversations all right at this point i'm gonna have to bring it up and address it right so yo this this podcast this episode was amazing the flow of it mm -hmm. was awesome right mm -hmm. <clears throat> this is a re-record we re-recorded <laughs> this episode guys we did we had a whole episode recorded where we had audio issues and it was for like two three minutes in but there was also a bunch of other imperfections that we kept letting them eat at us and I definitely took that audio, that whole podcast, and I was angry. I was upset that the first, the <laughs> first, like thirty minutes of listening to it, I was upset, and I was, I was upset. I was just like, I cannot let this continue. I cannot let this continue to be the way that I am coming off on the mic and being so anxious. And I can tell in the first couple of minutes of that first record of the second episode where i was still fumbling and stuff mm -hmm. and that's that's what i'm learning i'm learning this process as well you just gotta yep. accept all those imperfections and learn from them and and move on yep. i noticed them and i am aware of them and i don't want to do them again because i don't want to to have that or come across that maybe we're coming off structured or that I'm using crutch words because I, you know, the thoughts don't come quick enough to my mouth. And so then I have to take certain, I'm mimicking the, the what I was basically hearing in that episode when I played it back and I didn't like it. So mm -hmm. now we came in here knowing those imperfections and just, and we hammered this one out. I am happy about it. 100% even without even hearing it record uh, the recorded version of it. Right. And I can't wait to continue doing this, man, because it's <laughs> it's it's a learning process, man. We got to just continue learning and getting better and and we we're figuring it out, man. This is so easy. This is so yes. easy yes. to just have these conversations, especially if if we're we end up on that same flow and the, and the wavelength of just back and forth back and forth and when we mm -hmm. were passionate for this man we it it comes out and chemistry is awesome man yep i agree i agree bro all right guys so uh that's wrapping up the second episode uh thanks for sticking with us uh we're we're just we're students of life we're students of stoicism um so yeah, uh, eventually we're gonna have a an email that you guys can contact, feedback, reach out. You want to become a guest, all those kinds of things. Uh, 
anything like that, we're gonna we're gonna probably I don't know within the next couple of weeks come up with that, and then yeah, just reach out, contact us, and uh, we'll go from there. We'll all be students of life and stoicism together. Uh, right, I think guys. what we'll do is uh, we'll we'll create some sort of ad or something in between maybe these the, even yeah. this episode with the uh, with the email and kind of all the places that they can find us and follow us. Um, we're gonna try to figure this out little by little on how we're gonna be posting stuff up. Eventually, these audio only episodes will become video and audio. Um, yes. Just trying to get the message out there more it's broad, you know, and we know that. A lot of times people want to see more who's talking and and the expressions of how they're saying things and we definitely want to figure that out um we're working on that maybe within the next couple of episodes we become a video um podcast and yeah we'll be posting it on you know youtube for you guys to watch and wherever else we can post a streaming video yeah buddy all right guys think it's time to sign out <laughs> this is always the, the 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 weird part of it, huh? We just cut it. <laughs>